Dear cynics, romantics, and my cynical romantics, my name is Monice and you are listening to the Romantic Cynic Podcast. This is episode six. And today I thought I would talk about something I had read relatively recently about how women either bring one of two things into a relationship, chaos or value. And I didn't necessarily agree with all of the points that this gentleman had made, but I did agree with some things. And along those lines, I thought it would be appropriate to talk about how paying attention to your partner and his or her needs is important part of what a woman brings to a relationship. So without further ado, welcome to episode six. Recently, I read an article um, from this gentleman talking about how women either bring one of two things into a relationship. They are not interchangeable, chaos or value. And I didn't necessarily disagree completely, and I didn't completely agree with what he was saying, but I understood what he was trying to get at. And the problem with that is when he says that neither of them are interchangeable, you either are chaos or you have value. Now, and the reason why I don't completely agree with that is because I felt that towards the beginning of my relationship with my now ex-husband, if, you know, we were together for 14 years, married for two, uh, I felt like towards the beginning of our relationship, I did bring value However, I felt like I could have brought value into the length of our relationship if he didn't bring chaos into mine. Now, there's going to be people that will disagree with me. And quite frankly, you are probably correct in your own personal aspects and what you've experienced personally. But from my experience, I did bring value to my husband, my ex-husband, excuse me. So... I remember towards the beginning of our relationship, he ended up getting sick for, I don't remember what it was he got sick for, but I ended up trying to take care of him, you know, so, you know, buying groceries and making him soup and, you know, taking, making sure that he was comfortable so he could get better. You know, I, I cared about this person and I wanted to make sure that I was able to care for him as best I could, you know, and that was some that was like the beginning of the value that I brought to our relationship. I am one of those people that I encourage having relationships or friendships outside of the relationship between him and myself. You know, I was a big proponent of, you know, you have friends, you have guy friends, so please hang out with them. I am a introvert by nature. And so sometimes I kind of need uh, alone time, solitude a little bit, just to kind of recharge uh, my my energy, um, because being around people actually kind of drains my batteries a little bit. And people that are introverts understand that concept. People that are extroverts, they they thrive off of off of being around other people. And my ex husband is very much an extrovert, um, so he liked being around people. 
uh, and he, I mean, he had a ton of friends. I mean, we couldn't, where we used to live, we could not go anywhere in, in the city where we lived without him running into somebody. And what was kind of sad about that whole thing in my personal, my personal opinion was that he would never introduce me to these people that he would know. Um, and so, you know, going back to, you know, the value I tried bringing. And so I was really encouraging of him to go out with his friends and, and keep those friendships. It's important. Um, I didn't want to be the, I did not want to be the girlfriend that like that kept him away from his friends. I, I didn't want to be that type of girl. And so, but he chose to, to not spend as much time with his friends because of me for whatever reason. I never pressured him that he had to be stuck to me by my side 24 seven. I just, I, I, I can't live in that type of uh, relationship. I have to breathe a little bit on my own. So that was part of the value that I brought to our relationship. Now with him, him wanting me to be around him all the time, doing everything that he did, it, 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 it didn't, it, it became suffocating to me. I mean, a great example is whatever he did, I had to be doing the exact same thing. Perfect example. Um, I, I, I'm an avid reader. I loved to read in our relationship. Like during that relationship, like I, that was me. Like I loved reading. Um, I liked to be able to, you know, better myself through, through books. And so there were many a times where, you know, I would come home from work or on the weekend and we're just hanging out together and I'd be sitting on the couch with him and he'd be watching like TV. That, that was his thing, you know, drinking beer and, and watching TV. That was his thing. And I didn't judge him for that. Now, I would, you know, be sitting on the couch with him reading a book and he would get irritated with me because he's like, well, you should be doing what I'm doing right now. And I'm like, well, I like, I want to read. I really don't want to watch what you're watching on TV right now. Um, but the point is I'm, I'm sitting next to you, so I'm still spending time with you. And so it did get to a point where he just got so irritated with me where I just, you know, said, okay, fine, I'll just watch whatever you want to watch and I won't read. Um, and so the, and the little things like that, it was bringing chaos into my life. So he brought chaos into my life um, just because of, of, of how he treated me and the things that he wanted me to do or the things that he needed me to do. And so I really did try to accommodate as best I could in that relationship, you know, trying to bring some value to him. Um, unfortunately, I was losing myself in the process because of what his expectations were for me. Now, along the lines of, you know, chaos and value, um, another thing I, tr I tried doing in that relationship is, you know, I've, I've mentioned before that I'm career driven. So, being able to be promoted to the highest level that I felt like I could achieve, um, it was something that, that was my own personal drive. And he, he understood that to a point um, until, it got to a, until it got to a point where, again, it was taking time away from him where I couldn't really delve in and be 
extremely successful with my job. Now, I know there's a, you know, a work-life balance, right? And, you know, there's a work and relationship balance. However, part of my job, um, what I did, I was a manager. And so I, even though I was an introvert at home, I was very much an extrovert at work. It was part of my job. So I met a ton of people. It's part of the manager um my manager role was, was going out and meeting people. So that was a problem for him because again, he was an extrovert and the job he currently, I think he currently has, I don't even know what he does anymore, to be quite honest. He, it was more of a secluded type of job where he wasn't as interactive with people as, as much as he, as, as much as he wanted to be. So there's a lot of pressure on me to, you know, if I had an event, uh, it was there's a lot of pressure of me to, to make to be make sure I was home at a certain time. Um, and so, again, it was he was bringing some chaos to my life and I it was hard to bring value to his um, because, you know, the, I, the way I was treated, I was whatever he was giving me, I was giving right back. And so with that, um, we. I tried to make accommodations to make sure that he was taken care of in a sense. Um, a, a big problem with that was the value part. So he valued money above a lot of things. And he'll say vehemently that no money isn't a value to him. Now that's not true because I, at, at, at one point, I was making more money than him. I was bringing in more. Um, so I was required to shell out more cat, you know, more of my funds. And so I, and I understood because again, I was making more. And so his value, he saw my value as making, um, making more money for us. And so, but at the same time, like me trying to do my job and bringing in more for us was, difficult for him to comprehend because he needed me to be like glued right next to him at all times. He always had to watch what I was doing. And with that, again, it's bringing chaos to my life. And so therefore, you know, I did bring value towards the beginning of our relationship because I I felt like I was giving him space. I was giving him his freedom that I felt was appropriate and it's healthy in that regard. So for someone to say that women either bring value or chaos into a relationship, but they can't change is just not true because my experience has told me I brought value at the beginning of the relationship, but my ex-husband brought chaos into my life. So therefore I created chaos back. And with that, I think really paying attention to your partner, paying attention to their needs, really listening to what they're saying and getting to know them not being so selfish into thinking that, okay, well, me, I have to make sure that they're taking care of me. They're taking care of my needs. Um, everything I say, they should be agreeing with me or everything I do, they should want to do that with me. So with him, it was very much like that relationship where do as I say, not as I do. And when I tell you to do something, you know, the whole concept of like, okay, well, if I tell you to jump, you, your response is how high. 
he didn't pay attention to me. He didn't understand who I was. He didn't know who I was. He didn't value what I brought except if, except if it was monetary, which is really kind of ironic in a way because if you kind of look at society in general where men are typically viewed as what they can provide in a relationship. What do they bring? What, how, how can they be best take care of the woman? And women are typically the ones that are, could be viewed as the givers, could be viewed as even sometimes the takers in terms of, you know, not necessarily bringing in as much value to a relationship. Now, I'm not saying all women are like this. I'm not saying all men are like this. I'm just saying I've seen both sides of people taking and both sides people giving. Now, it's important to pay attention to your partner. And with me, I I'm very I'm I'm very observant. I, with my, again, next ex-husband, I paid a lot of attention to who he was as a person, as an individual, as a partner, as a brother, as a, as a son, you know, you know, as a friend, I, I paid attention to the different roles he, he had in his relationships with friends and family and his significant other. Now with him, I paid attention However, the chaos that transpired, and there was a lot of chaos in our relationship, I, I am not a saint by any means, and I, I, I am accountable for my actions, and I can, I can admit when I'm in the wrong, and I can admit when I do things purposely to cause arguments, and it's, it's not a pretty sight, it's, it's, it's I, I call it's probably the ugliest side of me and that I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't like that side of me. I don't like what he brought out in me because he, him not paying attention to me, him not knowing who I was. And it's not like I hid these things from him. It's not like I had the secret life. It was I, I, I'm a verbal person, so I, I would tell him these things and I tell him what I wanted and I tell him what I needed. Yet he never took those into consideration. He never stopped to think, okay, well, what what does she want? What does Monice want right now? What does Monice need right now? And his his belief, his whole belief system was, well, whatever I want she wants whatever I need, she needs. And therefore anything outside of that doesn't exist, doesn't apply because she should be, her happiness is predicated upon my happiness. So therefore she, if I'm happy, therefore she's happy. And that's not how it works. That's, that's extremely selfish. And both men and women are that way. I know I, at some point, I was selfish because I felt I wasn't being heard. I wasn't being taken seriously. The only time I was actually taken seriously is when I left the very first time or when our marriage was coming to an end. Now, 
I go back and I, and I, I can admit this about myself where I talked about how I pay attention and how he created chaos and therefore I created chaos. The ugly side of me that popped up during that relationship is I paid such good attention that I knew his push buttons. I knew the buttons to push and to trigger and to create arguments. There were things that I knew about him that I could easily say that I knew would set him off. And I, to be quite honest, I did it on purpose because I was frustrated because no matter what I said or how I said it or nicely how I said it or asked, I was, I'm very big on asking um, because I want, I want the buy-in from my partner. And he was always the type of person to automatically say no. He said no a lot. Um, so I have this irrational fear of hearing no. Uh, in almost probably an unhealthy way and learning to not be so fearful of that word. But he said it so often where it was rare that I, I, that I heard yes. And the times that I did hear yes, it, it came back as me being selfish. Um, I don't want to put a label on him because... I, I don't, I don't think, I know some, some people might think he's narcissistic and I don't, I don't think he is that. I just think he is a very particular person that wants things a certain way and change is unacceptable. Um, and his needs were far more important than anyone else's needs. He almost had this like godlike complex where I know the answers to everything, so therefore everyone should listen. But for me, it was more extreme. I saw it, I saw him do it with some of his friends. I saw him do that with his family. Uh, and I took a lot of the brunt for it. So really think about in your current relationship or the relationship that you want in the future. Do you want to bring value or do you want to bring, or do you want to bring chaos? Do you naturally bring value or do you naturally bring chaos? And if you naturally bring chaos, ask yourself why, you know, I'm, I'm big on things, how you're treated or how you were raised or the family that, that raised you or the friends that influenced you or any person or adult that influenced you will will kind of tell you the story if you bring value or you bring chaos. And me personally, I don't like chaos. I don't like drama. I just want to be able to have a loving, fun life. I want to be able to enjoy my life without, without bringing arguments, without bringing fighting, without bringing drama like I I want to bring value into relationships friendships you know relationships that I have with my family that's 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 the type of lifestyle I want and I choose to have and 
being where I'm at, you know, almost two and a half years after my divorce, like there's, there's value in my life. I have valuable friendships. I have, I have this wonderful best friend that values me and respects me and loves me for who I am. Those are the type of relationships I'm choosing to bring because I've been there. I've, 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 I've been to a point, I've been to a dark place in a relationship where I had chaos and it's exhausting. And so really ask yourself, like, are you bringing value or are you bringing chaos? You might have to work really hard to not bring chaos. You really have to kind of look in yourself and do some introspection of who you are as an individual and, and I can admit that it can be difficult to make that choice to not bring chaos into your world or other people's worlds because it's, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's not fair. It's not fair that someone that is bringing value to you, you're bringing, you're, you're giving them back chaos because at the end of the day, they're going to take the, the value and give you what you're giving back paying attention to your partner is, is critically important. And it's not in just the big things, it's the little things, you know, take time out of your day, put your phone down and take 30 minutes and just be right there with them and asking questions and asking them how, what they're doing, how they're doing, how their day's going. Now, the one thing to, to kind of remember, yes, it's, it's important that both people put in as much effort and work into a relationship as possible. Relationships are hard work. They take a lot of work, but they, the most fulfilling ones, both people are working towards, towards value. Both of them are working for the good of the relationship. It's never about one person. It's never about the other person. It's about you together. It's about the us concept. Listening to what they want, paying attention to their needs and, you know, taking a genuine interest in, in what they're interested about and what their passions are. If you don't know what their passions are, ask them, dig deep, dig as deep, Dig as deep as you can into that person and you might find the person that you are meant to spend the rest of your life with. But it takes work. It takes consideration of that person. It takes, it takes you being unselfish. Um, I had to learn. I don't think I've ever been selfish, selfish. There's been moments I've had I was selfish, uh, but making sure you're making about them, you know, take time to make some of the things about them and enjoy their company and have valuable conversations with them. You know, now I don't want you to think that you're required to put in all the work. And you're required to put in all the effort. 
Some of the most exhausting relationships are where one person, and when I say relationships, I mean friendships. I mean relationships you have with your family or friends or significant others. If you're the only one putting in all the effort, that is a problem because it's exhausting for you. It'll be exhausting for you to keep up that momentum. And sometimes you might just have to take a step back and reevaluate. I hope this episode has helped you realize or think about your value and what you bring into a relationship. And if you feel like you haven't paid enough attention to your partner, then work towards on how you can pay better attention. And the best thing, the best way you can do that is just by listening and asking questions and figuring out or knowing what they're passionate about and, and help, help that blossom into something more. Because if you find something that they're passionate about and then you have that same interest, that will bring a good starting point uh, in your relationship and how you both together can bring value. So be kind to yourself, love yourself, and know your self-worth. Yours truly, The Romantic Cynic. Mm-hmm.